Hello. You're listening to the Sunnyside Podcast Show. I'm Scott. I'm Ron. I'm PJ. I like to do things quite dour now because I know how much it annoys PJ. Is it? Is it? Is it because you know there's a key ASMR audience listening to this now? Oh, this isn't ASMR. <gasps> this we- is cue the music. <laughs> It's like you've forgotten the fundamentals of podcasting. <laughs> what fundamentals? Don't you don't talk over the theme music? I like to, I like singing over the theme music. I could never you've do never it. done I, it before. I could never do it before. Before it was recorded separately. We've had the roadcaster for weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah but, but now but now I'm actually playing the music in the right spot. He's playing the right music in the right order. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas previously it was more of a hodgepodge random mix of what was Obviously get once I started to get things right, PJ was going to make it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love our show. I love our show. Can you believe so it's I, nearly a year? Um, Not quite, but it's nearly a year. It's nearly a year. Yeah, oh. we're rounding the corner. This is yeah. episode 49. Yeah, and so how many more episodes? Another two? Shit. Next week will be, the next recording we do will be the year end, will be the first full year of the show. Yeah. We've got to put our finger out if we're going to actually do something. Well, 52 episodes. So three weeks. No. Actually, because we Technically skipped, speaking, it'd be 53, but anyway. Yeah, that's, but that's, we, that's, we skipped an episode. We skipped at least one episode. Because we started sure. at one. We didn't start yeah. at zero. Oh, yeah. Okay. All um, right. You and your 19th century, 20th century bullshit. Um <laughs> <laughs> Look, let, let's call it fifty-two. Is the fifty-three is the is the full year? Fifty-three is the new fifty-two. Okay, fifty-three is the new fifty-two. So, if you're listening to the podcast and you've been listening to the podcast, if you have any highlights you'd like us to go back over and try and dig out and talk about again, if there's anything you think would be fun, well, they can just go and listen to that, can't they? <laughs> Yeah, but it would be now that you're capable. If you of get playing, any favorite I would bits, love, we could replay the highlights and talk about them. That would be fun. If you've any favorite bits, enjoy those <laughs> on your own time. I want to. I want to do a live listen back where we listen to things and go. Fucking hell, is that what we really said? I won't listen to the. I won't. You listen don't listen to, to them no. the day they're recorded. No, I won't listen to them to help put the notes in the fucking podcast thing. I I'm know. Not sit down I know and listen you won't. to them with you. <laughs> Not like full episodes, just bits, things. What bits? Skits. I don't know what bits. Bits that we recorded that were, you know, fun. That, oh. that were. Ugh. I, I mean, I love your commitment to this show. I love. <laughs> I, am I love here how much you love this show. Every fortnight, whether without fail, so is that fucking some, chair. Unlike and it contributes more. Some people. I'm beginning to doubt your commitment to Sparkle Motion. <laughs> <laughs> Although to be fair, you did write a funny script, and I still haven't done anything about that. So that's a whole other that's yeah. a whole other thing. But I, I've I mean, had that's, things... that, that's the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, I think it's the amount of work that's required to do something with that script because it's a big it's a big thing. But, it is, yeah. It but is, I will. I will. Real, I, just, yeah. I like. I've been doing this whole thing about the states and stuff, and now I'm back, and I'll get ourselves back up myself back into. Form but I also, I also want to, to help it. you with your thing. What thing? The thing, the 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 thing. VR stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all yeah. right. Okay, there's um, a piece of the pie for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I have two. Th- I have two tiny, things. Tiny, tiny pie. I want to talk about, and they're two very, very quick things, but they're just little odd things that okay. have. Is it your testicles? No, they are three <laughs> little odd things. <laughs> okay, I think one of those three things is more odd than the other two. <laughs> <laughs> one of these things is not like the others. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was something I forgot to bring up last week whenever we were talking about the Liam Neeson film called Pursuit. Yeah, that's that, two weeks ago. 
That's two weeks ago. Yeah, yes, that's yeah. right. Yes, the episode with Dac- with lovely Declan. Um, All right. <laughs> just because Declan's available one day when I'm not. Fuck you. He's going uh, behind his back with other artists. <laughs> fine. Jesus Christ. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I went to see... Look, Declan with me, that's fine. <laughs> I went to see it in the cinema, and there's a scene in it. There's, see it? Um, What's it? Uh, the, the Cold Pursuit, the Liam Neeson oh, right. film. Liam Neeson. Um, and one of the characters... I was promised there would only be white people up here. I mean, that, he's, he's, he's not far. He's not far off. <laughs> it, it takes place mostly in Aspen, Colorado. So, um, one of the characters is played by, and I'm going to butcher his name from The Wire, Hulk. Okay, Car- Carver and um, Hulk. H- Hulk. Yeah. Uh, Dominic Lopertazzi. Yes. Wow. Um, that, that, I mean, well done on bringing the full surname on there. Because was oof. it Lombardozzi? Lombardozzi. Well, I would have said Lombardozzi, oh. but yeah, I'm sure we've offended that's, a load of people. Now. Yeah. I I I never knew how to pronounce his character's name correctly. It always kind of sounded like Hulk, but it's it's Hulk, like a Hulk, 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 Hulk. So this isn't a I don't this is a kind of a spoiler, but it's not different pronunciations of Hulk. It's not a super spoiler, really. So in the film, he plays one of the drug dealers' henchmen, and it becomes apparent in the course of the story that he is having a relationship with one of the other henchmen, and obviously this is being carried on in a clandestine fashion because mm-hmm. in that world it's going to not be viewed too kindly to be a gay couple. Okay. So, but you think it's weird? I mean, like if you if you're if you're worried about your henchmen talking outside of class, if they're if they're involved with each other, should that's the best. That's, that's the best. Yeah, that's like ever. That's a win win. I know. Yeah, that, that keeps, every, fair, keeps everything in house with Liam Neeson. You don't know how, what's going to set him off. I mean, <laughs> is your boyfriend white? <laughs> um. So this all becomes apparent in a scene whenever they uh, are, they've won a, one of them has won a sports Can bet. Can you imagine how long he'd be talking for if the thing he had to talk about was a really big thing and not just a tiny yeah, thing not, like he said? But I'm, I'm getting to the point. <laughs> they've won a sports bet and he very, decides. Very, very slowly. He's deciding, he says, maybe I'll go to Dublin, maybe I'll go to Germany. And the, the guy leans across from the other side of the car and says, oh, you're going to take me on holiday. And then they hold hands. Okay. And they're just sitting in the car. And one of the other henchmen walks past. Uh-huh. Within eye shot, with it, you know, yeah, and one of them lets go, yeah, in case to be seen. Okay. And Hulk uh, says, "Fuck it, I don't care," and leans across and kisses, mm-hmm. gives him, gives him a big kiss in the front of the car. Okay. That's very sweet. Yeah, it's it's a really it's a really nice scene. Some woman behind me went, "Ugh," <laughs> as they kissed on screen, and it really fucking annoyed me. Yeah, I mean, like the one thing I would say is that the uh wasn't the uh, cinema it wasn't in the film no 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 the, so woman... the, fil- cinema, the, cinema's, the film's got nothing to do with that and it, it's the reaction yeah. of one of the many many bigoted people from and Northern it, Ireland the thing was there was only uh, two four six there was only seven of us in the cinema uh-huh. there was me by myself and three couples uh-huh. and the girl was about my age ish was so she like, with her girlfriend she was no <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, she was with her boyfriend, and, yeah. and like, but loud enough because you know, whenever you go into a cinema, and it's it's very very few people are in there, so you get to scatter. You don't have to sit beside anybody. Yeah. You don't have to sit near anybody. Oh, really? Shit. I went to the cinema to see Captain Marvel, and somebody was sat right beside this girl on her own. Sat right beside me, actually on my chair. I had to move her over, and she sat right beside me. There was another empty chair beside her. So, and it felt weird, like I'd gone to the cinema with her. Because she was sat beside was the ci- me the entire time. Okay. And she wasn't with someone. Uh, that was uncomfortable. What's, uh, yeah. Well, well, I've got another thing to talk about. What's the, what is your 
protocol if somebody is sitting in an assigned seat in the cinema? Generally, fuck off out of my seat. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it depends, but uh, this was the Max Cinema, so all the seats are assigned, yeah. and they start with row J for some reason, so J was just fucking chocker block. I pre-book Do you? before yeah. I go, and I always make sure that I book a, a gap between me and the the people in the room yeah. beside me. Yeah. So I always have a spare seat and I know no one's going to book that seat on their own unless they're uh, a psychopath. Well, yeah, yeah. So. Hello. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a that's good, how I deal that's with it. Uh, that's a good. Well, this, yeah. This girl, but like, you wouldn't pre-book a seat going, oh, there's two people sitting on the other side of me. Yeah. I'll just oh, yeah, I'll have that true. one in the middle. And there's yeah. cinema <laughs> Although I might now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so. Yeah, that, that, I just wanted to, it's, it's just one of those weird little life things. I was like, oh, that's. Disappointing. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, Northern it's Ireland kind of features yeah. bigot Northern Ireland people. does still feature a lot of people who need to be performatively bigot, bigoted. You know, they need to let everybody know how they feel about things. Yeah. And, and sadly, that's just, that's still the case of people. I mean, I know of members of my family, it's like that. You know, they hear that somebody's gay and they, they go, Ooh, or, or they make a, a weird noise. I'm like, they go, they're not, they're not trying to be gay with you. Yeah. You know, they're, <laughs> They're they're just do, gay do you, on their own get, time because I I would imagine a lot of those people are kind of, um, they they would they might find out that they have a cousin or a niece or a favorite uh, son or child that is gay and will be like Ugh, I can't believe that other person's gay but you're all right because you're like a different kind of gay I find for an awful lot of people in Northern Ireland that's the only way they actually come to terms with their own homophobia is whenever yeah. they realize that somebody that they love. Is gay, gay yeah, yeah, and and all of a sudden that's you know their world is rocked and they're forced yeah. to kind of confront the fact that maybe they have an internal. They, can, they can't just they can't just brush it off with a. They've got to kind of deal with the fact that shit. This is a feeling I'm having about someone that I love, and yeah. and therefore I can't. That that doesn't all compute together. I've got to figure this out. Uh, yeah, it is. It's shitty, but it's it, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, by the by, I mean a couple of weeks ago, actually maybe it's only about a week ago, I found out that a friend of mine that I kind of grew up with mm-hmm. had died in America yeah um, I just noticed on Facebook that his, his sister was mentioning that uh, that he was coming his, his body was being brought back from America and mm-hmm. I don't know how he died um, the the pessimist in me says he may have taken his own life yeah because he was married to a guy who died about six months ago ah yeah and I, yeah. Th- and I, I don't know if this is possibly you know his own depression and sadness yeah. has led to that <clears throat> or if he was just ill I don't know mm-hmm. um I know that his family weren't talking about it, but yeah. he was the first gay person I ever met. Yeah. Whenever I was 12 or 13. And, you know, at, at that age, you know, I, th- I think, I definitely think I had that kind of standard childhood thing of like, oh, gay. Yeah. You know, that where it wasn't even about um, homosexuality as a concept. It was, yeah, just, yeah. it was just saying things were gay was just what you did. What you it was said. a pejorative. It was yes, a pejorative, it was a pejorative thing. School, so. And then I met, um, his name was Stephen. Mm-hmm. I met Stephen and we were really good friends. And I realized almost within like a week or two of meeting him that he was not straight. I mean, he was a couple of yeah. years older than me, um, but he just behaved in a different way than, yeah. than, than my friends and I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that he was my first introduction to, you know, oh, People that I like are gay. Yeah. People that I get on really well with are gay. And we were really good friends for a few years. And then, you know, I I just kind of lost touch with him and he moved to America. Uh, But then I reconnected with him via Facebook, you know, which Facebook is good for some things. This was one of them. It's not good for other things. and We'll get to that later. But um, (laughs) yeah, so he died and uh, he's come back to Balanhinch. But um, what I was kind of touched to see was that an awful lot of people who, Balanhinch is a really backwards little community, but an awful lot of people that I 
either know tangentially yeah. or you know they were like kind of you know saying oh you know you'll be with James in heaven or whatever yeah. I mean, which I believe is all bullshit but they were yeah. but they were embracing the fact that he was going to get to be with his husband again yeah. and without irony or any snark about yeah. it you know yeah. and that I found that really touching and I think that's the only way people here kind of they have to be immediately connected it has to, to be right in their faces yeah. here is someone that you love and they love someone the same sex yeah. as them and that's that's really difficult for some people to get their heads around yeah. other people just embrace it they go well i love this person so i guess that's what i guess i yeah. just have to deal with that now yeah um yeah anyway so what's your second uh, the second testicle? one's me the second one's me being weird that sounds right i'll yeah. move along yeah. then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i i was at a wedding um last saturday well i don't know how many saturdays ago since we're recording this but i've been at a wedding recently mm-hmm. um and Somebody at the wedding as a guest was somebody that I grew up with. Uh-huh. Uh, was in my class at school, lived around the corner from me, and we were very good friends the whole time. And his mum and dad were there, and either his wife or his sister, I couldn't figure out which. Uh, but I haven't seen or spoken to him since I left school in, like, primary school. So, you know, 12. Five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, since I was 12 or 13 or something like that. Um, and I couldn't bring myself to go over and say hello. Yeah. I couldn't, I just like, I didn't, I didn't know what to say or. Was that an anxiety sort of thing? Or I don't know. Like I I didn't feel anxious about speaking to him. I wasn't worried about speaking to him. It was just like. It was, uh, I I bet, I guess that what it was, was it felt like there was no particular good reason to do it. Like, 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 like a blank. Yeah. Like there's a, like we're at this wedding. No do, you, do you think we're really going to catch up on 25 yeah. years worth of, yeah. Is it kind of already in your head that you're thinking, if I said that, what, what where does that go? Yeah. Where does that, that lead? Where does that? Yeah. yeah what like, if, what if I go over there and go, Hey, it's me. And he's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I experienced that not long ago as well. Some people, a week ago, I was sitting in a, a well-known local burrito place in Belfast and somebody that I was really good friends with in high school. I saw them in the queue and I was sitting maybe three feet away. I could have waved at him and said, you know, hi Lee. And I, I just didn't because I thought, well, then what? Yeah. <laughs> Here's a statutory lesson for you. I saw someone that I hadn't seen since I was like, I don't know, 15 or something. I went, how are you? And he went, I don't know who you are. And it turns out I just misremembered that guy. It was a different person altogether. <laughs> so, you know, it sometimes it goes the other way. Sometimes it's just not that person. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, and like, so I don't want to harp on about Austin, Texas, but when I, one of the things I did do was went out to a music, music venue and I was standing there watching the music thing and I was feeling, feeling very, uh, not uncomfortable, but like not comfortable. Like yeah. totally stand there going, I don't know, I don't belong here. I this don't is know. not your comfort zone. Yeah, it's like I don't know what I'm supposed to react. How I'm supposed? Am I supposed to dance? Am I supposed to not dance? I mean, and if I did dance, I'd feel really weird about it. And it's like I, I'm very conscious. This is outside of of my comfort area. And um, I, you know, I was with people who were really having a great time and enjoying it. Um, Austin, Tony, we mentioned last week went he went to one of the venues we went to. He had a, a kind of like oh, what's the best way to describe them? Like a thrash metal band or something. Yeah, Austin likes his metal. Yeah, where the guy doing the warm up was going, Aah! you know, like like I was trying to retch something out of my throat after a really bad night. It's, that was his warm up, and then he did a song, and I think one of the songs recorded. Now you'll not get this, listeners, because I'm going to do this as a physical demonstration of of how he did the song because it was very threatening, and I'm just going to say what he sang the lyrics. So the lyrics were "kill, kill," and he did it like this: "kill, 
kill and again did like a stabbing motion from his throat out like he was slicing his throat I was like going this is very uncomfortable and I don't like it here Austin's going this is fucking brilliant and I go no <laughs> not for me um, but then we went to another place where, where there was another band on it was like really kind of decent music and I, but I was still kind of feeling like this is very uh, just not comfortable about this uh, and then another band came on after them that was really like a psychedelic uh, funk rock Kind of everyone was straight out. I thought, no, I like this. This is my <laughs> this is my area. <laughs> and I said, I like this. They went, yeah, we we yeah, that seems about right. I'm yeah, like, I'm getting I, on the funk train here. Yeah, it's like I am a weird person. I just don't I don't look that weird. I look pretty normal, but internally, my internals are all fucked away up. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a normal person. If you saw me walking down the street, you go, that's a normal person with normal <laughs> thoughts, but I'm not. <laughs> I do think people's first thought is to cast their eyes down to your feet and check for hobbit feet. (laughs) Fuck you. It was St. Paddy's Day there recently and and Big Bang posted about all Irish artists are leprechauns. I feel attacked. Leave me alone. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, I'm not tall. I'll grant you that. But I'm not weird looking. Well, I am. My belly does make me look a weird shape. It's not not a good thing. How did you... Do you remember we tried to get fit? (laughs) Yeah. Let me talk. So we tried to get fit. What happened to you, uh, Scott? What what happened after that? Because I know what happened. I didn't do anything. Well, Scott's fit now. Are you fit now? Go ping <laughs> ping. What was that? I did not know you could have nipples on your arms. <laughs> oh no, they're muscles, right? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so what ha- did you do more? Did you go back to the gym? What happened? Uh, I haven't been back to the gym. I okay. Am I'm feeling very. We'll have to get. I uh, what, Andrew what's interesting? Yeah. What's interesting though is uh, I am going to text Andrew and see. If he can give me a bit of a, a plan to go back to, because I have <clears throat> noticed, I would I, like I'm not, I, I'm not, I can't say significant because it's not significant, but there has been a noticeable decline in my mental health oh, right. since I stopped okay. uh, going to the gym. Not okay. like super. I'm always crazy, wary. I'm always like, wary because I kind of feel like these are areas that I should stay away from because I I can't tiptoe around things very well. No, it's fine. No, there's nothing. There's nothing so, to be tiptoe. There's so, nothing okay. to be tiptoe. So, like, so my my question is then. How do you measure that? How do you how do you, Just a, a, how do you go? A, a, oh look, I'm hallucinating a it's horse. Like how deep I the think... hole in the wall is you punch? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like le- levels of anxiety. Okay, okay. Like I don't, I, I don't suffer. And did, did, did you? Because before you were going to the gym, you were yeah better. Before before, so, I was, before I was going to the gym, yeah, better better is correct. Yeah, not 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 super gone. Good. Yeah, not, not gone. Not you know still. Yeah. Uh, taking meds and stuff, but better is uh, yeah, hundred percent. And then when so I was the at gym, the gym, the gym was much better. It's funny. I, at the time, I wouldn't have said I was feeling much better, uh-huh. but I, I and I mean much better as in from where I was to where yeah, I was yeah, when yeah. I was going to the gym. Um, but since stopping, yeah. literally the week, and and I would find it felt- very uh, too coincidental. For it to okay. be anything else, and do you think do you think that though is related to the structure of doing a, a gym thing, or it could be, it, or a sort of slightly meditative notion of what that is, that experience it, of going there it, you and, know, it, and being able to lock the door and say that all the outside world is out there, I'm in this world now, and it's a different. But also, thing. it could just be down to the fact or that physical, physical exercise yeah, well, that's, that's releases that's what that's serotonin what and dopamine, and that's yeah. all you know. That's I never all good felt shit. any different. I do fancy an Indian now. You said dopamine. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never got, and I st- I told Andrew this, and I still maintain, I never got the um, buzz, the gym euphoria, the endorphins yeah. that everybody yeah. that everybody I talks about. I never, neither I did Ron. I, I didn't get it. Either. <laughs> <laughs> I never got that gym high that people talk yeah. about, and yeah. I never. 
I never infection. left the gym. No, no. <laughs> I never left the gym thinking, fuck, I, I, that was horrendous. I don't ever want to mm. go back there. But I also never skipped out the door and was like, oh, I feel amazing. I'm going to yeah. take on yeah. the world. Um, but when I stopped, I, I noticed a, a, a steady increase. Very small, yeah. but noticeable increase in kind of general anxiety levels yeah. and, and that sort of thing, which okay. I... Which I can only really chalk up. I mean, we've got another to kid on fair, the way, and there's you know. To be fair, other like things, well, I was going to say, to be fair, the world is fucked. I mean, the more no. you the I more mean, you pay attention yeah, to what's going on, draw attention to the fact that there's an impending child in your life as well. Yeah, but uh, it's number two, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, like, that's yeah. the easy one. <laughs> you just do, yeah. Take or leave that one. All the pan- all the panic you have with the first one, you're like, yeah, we did that with the last one, and it didn't really do anything, so it's yeah. fine. A child still walks around. Yeah, he's fine. He knows why. Yeah. What's going on? Um, um, we started taking Ralphie to the Lil Ninjas Dojo. Okay, Lil with Ninjas. Lil wow. Ninjas. Yeah. Um, so Hi-ya! yeah. So he's three, uh, and he yeah. So he kind of gets his first throwing star once a week, <laughs> um, and he seems to be quite enjoying that. I mean, it's it's ludicrous mm-hmm. because it it just looks like they're trying to wrangle chickens. Okay, um, <laughs> but they're just they're so um, nice and supportive and complimentary and like just you're a good little, little ninja. All these little tiny kids like running, doing like these little assault courses and like kicking kick bags and like. It sounds like you could spend about three hours just watching YouTube videos of that, and that would be fun. Oh, yeah. Well, like little kids is, doing double-solvable songs and stuff. And is this born out of a desire to kind of make sure that Ralphie doesn't feel physically powerless the way maybe you you did whenever you were younger? Jesus. Yeah, that's heavy. Wow. What the fuck? Is it, though? I don't know, maybe. No, yes. it, well, it, it was, he... Uh, Tell me, I mean, are you are you frightened that Ralphie will get beaten up the way you were when you were a child? <laughs> no, because whenever I grew up, I felt physically powerless. I felt I felt like there were bigger boys than me. And, uh, you know, I, I had that sort of thing in the back of my mind of like, I wish I knew karate, like that would have made a difference. Yeah, yeah we all, yeah. Well, know. I mean, we've, we've talked about it more from a, a standpoint of... How can anybody we get rid of him know, for an hour? <laughs> <laughs> anybody that we know that studies these sorts of things all tend to be focused on disciplined. Okay. And, you know, not all, I have, not all over I, I the place. I have a three-year-old. <laughs> but start, you know, start them early. He watches... Uh, he focus watches and discipline, show. Ralphie. Focus and discipline. I just want to play. He watches a show on Netflix called True and the Rainbow Kingdom. Okay. Which is a Netflix original series. Apparently it's won a bunch of awards. They mm-hmm. um, trail in it quite heavily. And I think like... Um, Pharrell Williams is a, uh, a producer, a producer or, or something okay. like that. But there's there's an episode in it where they go to this the thing called the Black Tabby Dojo, which is where cats go to learn how to be ninjas. Mm-hmm. And he, from watching that, he was like, "I, I want to go like to the Black Tabby Dojo. I want to learn how to do all that kind of stuff." And we just looked it up online and found a place uh, not too far. The from The only us. person I know who studied ninjutsu, the proper art of being a ninja, was my cousin. Who was run out of Northern Ireland by the UVF because so, so, so he, he really was a UVF? Ne- uh, so he really was never seen again then. He, well, no, he came back again, but he, he was a nutcase. Practicing the kiss. true art of ninjas. Yeah, disappeared. <laughs> disappeared. Jesus. <laughs> so anyway, I'm just saying. Sometimes focus is good. Sometimes not so good. That's all I'm saying. Um, so right, and did you did you want to join in? What was the? Um, do you well, want to do part, some of that? I, you can't kick a child in the face. No, I could fight a child. <laughs> yeah, but could you fight thirteen of them? That's the thing. Well, what's that? Is it a statue in Germany? Or the you there's what? a statue there's a famous there's a famous meme of a, a statue that's I think it's in Germany or Amsterdam or somewhere like that like a uh, like one of those kind of public art mm-hmm. things and it's a massive bronze man that I don't know what it's supposed to represent 
it looks like he's fighting seven children. Okay. <laughs> like like genuine okay. infants, like toddler Little age. Babies. Um one of them he's kicking one of them, he's holding another one. Yeah. Um it's the statue of the child beater. Yeah. <laughs> um it did kind of put me in the mood for uh doing something because I think I, that, I would uh, love to get in there and play fight with a whole bunch of three year olds. That'd be great fun. Just what just, just pa- come on, let's go. Pad them, pad them all Which up. one's yours? Oh, none of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just pad them all up to avoid injury. When I was younger and, and fitter, play fighting with my, my younger brother when he was about four or five was great fun. Yeah. Because you could just pretend they were beating you up and you'd swing them around. It was great crack. My kids now are too big for that shit. Like, you just, you can't yeah, lift them up. Kick the shit out of you. No, they would. They would. Yeah. And have done. Um, yeah, but I do. I want to go back. I want to go back to doing some sort of fitness Physical thing. Some, 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 some sort of fitness not, regime. Not do it for you. No, I'm no. miming running, listeners. No. There's a there's a contingent from my work <laughs> that are. <sighs> I'm out of breath now from Ryan. That are going to run running. the Belfast Marathon. Okay. Um, and I just I just thought. Fuck you! No, no I'm not doing that. That is not. That is too much yeah. for me. Um, so. Have you noticed any any loss of strength? Um, a little bit, not, not I've definitely not much. as much fun pumping the, the, the muscles up and going, look at my muscles, kids. I, can't, I don't enjoy that as much. You don't enjoy it as much? No, it used to be a lot of fun because it was like, you like you could hold it for a couple of minutes. It was really cool. Now I can't, now they feel a bit smaller. So I don't and know. you you haven't any desire to go back? I'm not pretty, for I'm one pretty sure the kids are enjoying not having to watch anymore. <laughs> No, it's been I'm 90 just, seconds, like get, Daddy's like, I'd no, no, like, keep going. I'd like to get fitter and lose weight without doing any of the associated work, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, it's possible. I just have to figure out how. I, I think I just have to eat less and, you know, vary which hand I'm masturbating with. That's the... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was going to say, I, gotta, I don't think there, I don't think that you could be masturbating that much to... Pump some iron. Oh, you! But you don't I, know how much that, I, I fear that that is underestimating you. By as quite a, a large margin, as a masturbatory gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, since last week, um, I have masturbated twelve times. You no. both had a chance to see Captain Marvel. Captain since, Marvel, yeah. Because uh, last week Declan and I chatted about it, but Scott hadn't seen. I hadn't it. seen it yet. No. Captain Marvel. Woo-hoo. So, how, what did you think of it? Um, I thought, oh, another Marvel film done. I'm done with Marvel movies. I'm just done with them. I thought there's stuff I th- I th- find very interesting. First of all, right. So I'm going to talk massive spoilers yeah, on well, the assumption been, our listeners weeks, so just, our listeners will yeah. have heard heard it. So the key big spoiler, the thing that no one's mentioned at all, is that the scrolls. It turns out are the good guys. That's or the, the victims at least. Or the victims. And the thing is, the first from the first moment I saw Captain Marvel fighting your man, um, what's his face, Jude Law, I thought, oh, he's going to be the villain. Yeah. I don't know how. No, I, don't I, know. I assumed I that too, yeah. It's like, how, how is he going to be the villain? I don't know. But then it turns out all the Kree are, are the villains. Um, so I thought Which that was, was always part of the Captain Marvel myth- Yeah, I, I don't think I, I'd read the mythos that much. But one thing that I did sort of come away from it thinking, oh, yeah, that sort of makes sense. is the Kroll's ability to change shape and look different is a defensive ability. It's not an offensive ability. Yeah. And and it's, it's you know, if you want to run away and hide, being able to change shape is the ideal way to do that. So that's actually made sense to me more than the crawler shape-shifting aliens who are trying to attack scrolls? everywhere. Uh, scrolls, that's them. That's, that's them. You're a crawl the conqueror? Cr- yeah, I know. I'm all over the place. And the, um, I, yeah, I thought it was fun. I, th- I mean, I still think all the CGI of her flying around looks Fucking awful! Oh my it god! Like Specifically, the stuff whenever she brings down her visor yeah, mask, the, the helmet—it looks fucking horrendous. Yeah. Really? 
Oh yeah, like they these are things. So I, have, I haven't a lot of experience of seeing women flying through space, so I just assume that's maybe what it looks like. No, but I don't. I, I don't mean design wise. I mean her literal face and the CGI, all the CGI, all of movement, it specifically for me. Whenever she had her mask on, and they've had to re- CGI her face and her eyes yeah. and the hair. Like a part of my job is to review visual effects with. Yeah. clients and part of my job is to review them before the clients see them yeah and then speak to I, anybody here's, rather, here's to, what to, you're going to get and here's to make what sure it's going to look like yeah and to make sure that we're not handing anything over that yeah you know awful. that doesn't look yeah. i i don't think there's any of those shots that mm. i would have that i would have said was okay to to yeah. go to a client they, they look very much like like the second Matrix when it came out and the visual effects with, with uh, Keanu Reeves all looked like very ropey PS3 games and PS2 games and that's yeah. some, a lot of it looked like that. It's, especially when she's flying around. Bad. Surprisingly yeah. bad. And I, I don't know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff, there's probably a lot of visual effects that they that are, are in that film that we don't notice and so they pass by unremarked but those bits just look not very Over, good. Apart from that, overall, I thought the performances were great. Yeah. Anybody, people complaining about they thought Brie Larson was uh, wooden, was wooden uh, hasn't watched the film because she, she, is, she is she is half human, half Cree, and has been taught for the length of time that she can remember to mask emotions. Yeah. yeah. So if there is any, See, and actually quite funny, quite uh, the character yeah. is quite funny and dry. Yes. Dry, I think is is, is yes. The... And I, I, so I think that anybody who is making that argument are deliberately ignoring. Yeah. Plot points to or probably hasn't seen it, or, or, or maybe, or maybe hasn't seen it. it. Um, I did not know that the the scroll were the victims. Yeah. So whenever that came to pass it was a pleasant surprise yeah, yeah. Uh, ben mendelson is fucking terrific yeah. in everything i yeah. don't think i've seen him in a bad role yeah. Yeah. i could watch him all day long yeah um uh and the final battle was fine it's, yeah it, it, it wasn't really it, about it, that anyway it no it, it wasn't about that it was yeah. about like fury's de-aging mm-hmm. uh effect mm-hmm was phenomenal yeah to the point where you didn't even think about it after but a no I, it just yeah. it just it, I, th- that's what he looks like yeah agent colson's was horrendous yeah yeah and i don't again i, I don't know I, why i'm gonna put this down to we know an awful lot about what samuel l jackson looked like in 1995 and maybe a lot less than, about what that actor looked about like. what clark, clark Gregg looked yeah. like yeah i mean you know i was watching films in 1995 that has samuel uh, l jackson yeah. Um, so they, they can just that's go, like, a good, that's make, an inter- make yeah. him look like that. That's yeah. an interesting point. Um, David Wynn brought up a really th- uh, interesting thing yesterday that I kind of, as soon as he said it, I was like, holy shit, yeah. Uh, like Captain Marvel is kind of like a loose remake of Long Kiss Goodnight. I can't remember a Long Kiss Goodnight. Oh, in I which Samuel L. Jackson guides a, a amnesiac <laughs> um, warrior to right. try and find her place in okay. the world. You know? I okay. actually rewatched The Long Kiss Goodnight not it's a that really long ago. Good film. It's a very good film. It's a very, very fun film. Is that is that by, um, what's his name? It's written, written by Shane Black. Yeah. And uh, starring Gina Davis. Mm-hmm. So it obviously happens at Christmas time. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Uh, but I, I enjoyed Captain Marvel very much. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it didn't. I'm of, looking, uh, to be honest, I, I, I posted on Twitter. It's like, I'm now looking forward to uh, Avengers Endgame now is my, my, that's, that's me done with that's the Marvel universe. Point? I, that's mm-hmm. me. I'm out of it because I, I can't, there's what, what so many it, of them now. What is it that you're beginning to reject? Is it the action sequences? Is the, it the, the thing is, I think they're all great. They're all amazing. They're all really, really good, but they're all 
very samey, even in the difference. I mean, it's at this point, it's like I don't want a superhero movie. I just want something very different, or you know, I, I mean, a quieter, smaller film. Or you know, it may well be. I, you know, I, I'm saying that, and when it comes to it, I'll still go and see whatever the next thirty or forty films are. Because yeah, no, I'm not I think going, you're experiencing oh, yeah. the same thing that uh, Patrick H. Williams is talking about in his I, new uh, essays. Yeah, I was okay. going to bring this up as Did well. Did you see his new? Yes, second I, part I, of it? I watched it last night. He's saying a lot of things you were saying. The movies have become exceptionally samey. Yeah, uh, I think the glo- the gloss of them they're so well crafted that, in a sense, that that deep deep crafting of them has become what they are. And you you it's it's like. Um, I, I mean the analogy. I I always talk about people about showing art portfolios and and no matter who the artist is that you're looking at, after twelve pages you can't look at any more of that artwork because as great as it is, you become fatigued by it. Yeah. And so I have become fatigued by the perfectionism of these films. I've become fatigued by by you know the the being guided so perfectly and and you know there's no mistakes. There's nothing about them that's overly quirky, except to a certain degree of quirkiness to to the point that you know we've exactly measured the amount of quirk in this and it's yeah. exactly the right amount like the cat which i find kind of um oh yeah okay of course it's a, an alien monster that is going to eat the thing i mean it's like oh they've measured the amount of quirkiness required and they've just inserted exactly the that amount in. yeah i mean i don't i don't necessarily know if it is focus testing or if it's just that that's they know very well what they want to make but it does feel like um at this point it, you you're very rarely surprised by certain qualities of a Marvel yeah. movie. Um, you might enjoy some of the plot twists, but you're very rarely surprised by, oh, this is really the weirdest thing I didn't. I mean, I think Guardians of the Galaxy was the first one that really made me go, oh, this is different. And then Thor Ragnarok has, has a sort of feeling. Well, that's what they did. They need to bring in people with <clears throat> unique yeah. visions and voices. And that's why I think that they had to bring James Gunn back for Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy 3. Yeah. Um, uh, that's interesting that they have brought him back, actually, yeah. isn't it? Kind of... Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, I hope we're seeing some sort of rejection of the of the whole thing of... Sort of homogeny know, of it all? Well, not... not Yeah, but not just that, but also the kind of thing where outrage on, on Twitter for, you know, f- manufactured outrage over his tweets from 11 years ago or what caused, caused him to be sacked. And yeah. it's like... Uh, and by people who were not going to be outraged by him, they just wanted to score a point against the whole kind of But the thing, the thing about what I was—I I, I can't remember who I was talking to this um, with, but the thing about Captain Marvel, like I don't know who directed Captain it. Captain Marvel, dun, um, dun, dun, Anna Bowden, and uh, I can't remember the name of the guy, the guy, but it's a—it's a woman and man team. But I, exactly, but I—I I feel like that's something I should know. I knew. Taika mm. Waititi was directing Thor Ragnarok, yeah, yeah. You and feel, I knew you James. Feel yeah, and I knew James Gunn directed Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy, and I know that the Russo brothers. And I, but I think the Russo brothers have a slightly less um, of a stamp on their yeah. work. I think that it, their stuff kind of homogenizes them yeah. with the rest of the MCU. Whereas well, it may, Guardians may, of the Galaxy may well be the other Thor way around. Ragnarok it may well outliers. be whatever their voices is becoming the dominant voice in the Marvel universe. Because yeah. those, those things I just, are I want are, them to give, I want them to give some interest in directors with some vision. Yeah. Yeah. Some, a, a chance to make, because the it, stories are there and the characters yeah, are there. You just yeah. have to let some people, it you is, know, it is. I mean, box. at this point I, th- I feel like it's, it's like, really loving a writer and artist combination and they're they're constantly doing the same genre and thinking well i what's wrong with know? her edward baker and <laughs> <laughs> nothing but they're always doing they try different things you know um so yeah it just feels like the voices 
I mean, they, they, they're, they're becoming more and more kind of laser focused into what they are. And as that happens, they become more and more kind of I think it's really hard semi? to convince them to be different because the that box, works. The, the yeah, box yeah, office yeah. receipts show exactly yeah. this is what people want. Yeah. yeah or at yeah. least this is what people think they want. Yeah. Um, well, Black Panther, I think, was different to a certain extent. And Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and Thor Ragnarok were all very sort of they had different kind of textures to them, uh, yeah. and maybe I mean, maybe well, that's what it is. Maybe well, I just it was video, a but texture. one of those interesting things I hadn't really thought about, which is why all of the why all the visual effects aren't that great, mm-hmm. and it's uh, well, it's part of partly through rushing things, getting mm-hmm. them out, and partly because they're not part of the director's vision, yeah, so much. And he brought up the example of the woman who was asked to direct uh, the Black Widow movie, yeah, and uh, she was telling Marvel about. The uh, vision she had for action sequences, and they said, "No, don't worry about the action. We'll handle that." Yeah, yeah. and and they they basically have an idea for what action sequences they want to make or put yeah. into the film, and she just has to bolt a story around yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. and but that that's not filmmaking. That's kind of a. They also have a propensity for we'll fix it in post. Yeah. So the, again, I'm, we're just referencing Patrick's. Well, the battles video are the easiest lot, thing to fix in post because they are almost always post production. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what, for, yeah. for for example, if you but if you f- take a film like Infinity War or whatever, and you say there are two and a half thousand visual effects shots mm. in this, and we need this amount of time to. Yeah. Uh, to to render those and to build those and to make them and it's going to cost. Scott is indicating money. a certain amount of time with his arms. Yeah, with my hands. Th- th- that's how much time we have. Yeah. Um. But then all of a sudden somebody goes, the the and this is what happened. Black Panther's costume isn't testing well. Yeah. So they then had to digitally redo his costume wow. in every scene that it's, they that they did mental, it in. And that they've adds, got to test the, Let's focus test the costume. What? And that adds hundreds of visual effects shots, yeah. millions of dollars, well, probably hundreds of thousands of dollars, and shortens the time frame in yeah. which they have to make all these visual effects shots. Um, and that's why you're getting stuff that put out that looks almost previs level because they just they have to hit that deadline. Mm. Yeah. They have to get it out. Aye, they've got their, their schedule out for the next 10 years or whatever. I guess from my point of view, I really enjoy the story of these films. I just I just think like the pair of you are saying, I'd really like to see something a bit different done with that universe, yeah. you know? And, and the, the movies that I've enjoyed, as I've gone back and rewatched them, the ones that I've enjoyed have been the ones that are kind of trying to do something different with it. Mm. Guardians of the Galaxy, Doctor Strange, where, where there's a different visual approach yeah. to things. Yeah, the ones that the ones that really stick out to me are things like Iron Man 3, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And they're the ones that kind of, I mean, Thor Ragnarok um, found an audience, Iron Man 3, the... That was the first one, I think, that really kind of stuck its neck out. And yeah. I think the audience just went, "Oh God, what are they doing?" You know, yeah, was, that, which 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 is a tough which is a tough thing to take, I guess. Um, yeah. I, I would like to see them take some of the even lesser known characters and get some directors and make some low budget movies. I, I've been see. saying for a while what I want to see let's is see. a yeah, she, let them have she Hulk movie, and yeah. I, want, I want it to be a romantic comedy yeah. action movie. Yeah, where the action is kind of the the less the least important yeah. part of it. I even have a fan cast in my head of like, I want Alison Brie to play Jim Walters. Yeah. I think that'd be great. And I think I, w- I really want to see something that is in the Marvel universe that isn't a Marvel universe superhero yeah. movie. I'd, yeah. I, I want to see Squirrel Girl. Yeah. I'd love to see a Squirrel Could Girl. Do. Stuff like that would be really good fun. Yeah. And I think they're missing a trick by not, I mean, they have the money yeah. and they have the audience. So why not take the chances yeah. as well? Yeah. And it's, it's, if you, you don't know, like the low budget film, there'd be a big budget film along in about twenty if, minutes. And you know, be all if, right. you, if you don't want to, um, if you don't want to play with the big boys, as it were, and put it out for theatrical distribution, 
come the end of the year, Disney streaming platform is going to be there and there's going to be a flurry of people paying a monthly subscription like Netflix. So mm. there's going to be a pool of money. And I know that they're, you know, they're making some quite big content, but you could, you know, you could throw somebody a couple of million dollars to make a lower budget kind yeah, of. Absolutely. Although arguably film. that's what the um, TV series were all about, really. But that's, but they're trying to make 13 hours of television yeah. on a, on a budget that's, definitely does not spread to so what's th- 13 hours is what well, yeah, is, is six films yeah it'll be really interesting to see what they do with the you know the loki series and yeah what they have i mean a loki know, series there's going to be a loki series coming and a reportedly a winter soldier slash uh the falcon series and a scarlet witch and vision series i, w- I would have yeah. quite liked to have seen edgar wright's ant-man I would have quite liked to have seen that i yeah i would like to have seen it having but seen just... recently edgar wright's baby driver see what i did there you oh, see where's my button <laughs> I, don't I, have, I, don't I wanted a, to talk about Baby Driver, and they went, no, you're not talking about I, Baby Driver. I don't Driver. have a ding button. I you can have this. them in there. <laughs> <laughs> this is, that, that, that sound is us being transported back to three years ago when everybody else saw Baby Driver. <laughs> so have I what, seen Baby Driver? So what did you think of it? I actually really enjoyed it. I, I think thought it was, was great. excellent film. Yeah, it was a great film. I, I think it benefited from the fact that I had to watch it. And even that, there's an opening sequence where uh, the main character, Baby, is kind of dancing along to a tune and, and the words of the lyrics of the tune yeah. are sort of embedded in graffiti and, you know, things and these top night stuff. And I, I, I remember reading or watching an interview, it was so long ago, I remember watching an interview with him where he was talking about how he, the storyboarding on, on this was quite difficult because the music was so important that he ended up just giving music to, to people and say, it'll be to the tune of this and yeah. you can see it. I mean, it's all... But all the, act, all the actors wore earpieces and the, oh, mu- so they could the hear, music, yeah, the music yeah. was piped into them. Yeah. Every action scene is choreographed. Yeah. Every gunshot yeah. is choreographed. Well, there's, there's sequences where the gunshots are part of the percussive noise Every, thing, of the music, every time yeah. a gun is fired is part yeah. of percussive music. I thought it was great. I thought it was really sweet as well in some, in some respects. Yeah, I could have done without the last maybe... 10 minutes. Yeah. You wanted them to die enough. No, I didn't need them to die. I just think that, again, spoilers for Baby Driver, but, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it was a long time ago. I don't need to see him get out of jail. I don't need to see everybody sitting. I know that he was a good guy, and I know yeah. that everybody else knows he was a good guy. I don't need to see all the people that he helped on the streets sitting in the, the stand going, oh, will he give me my yeah. handbag back? I mean, and, it was a long time ago, and Kevin Spacey at that time was uh, Well, you do get demand. to see Kevin Spacey die in this film. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although, he, I mean, I'm slightly surprised Kevin Spacey's character in the end turns out to be semi-good. I mean, not he well, turns he's, out he's to a, see a, a baby driver coming up with a heart of gold. Yeah, I mean, which was slightly surprising given earlier he was kind of very. His relationship much... is now a lot more suspect. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a really oh, good film. Oh, spe- like, speaking of which, will you hear this weird thing? I signed up for. There's an app you can get. I was going to bring this up. I was going to bring this up. I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring it up on Twitter today because I was worried that they might see it. Yeah. And it, it, it might yeah, cause some problems for yeah, you. But so, yeah. so there's an app that, that basically allows you to create low polygon models, 3D models on on uh, on your iPad. And I'm because of the VR stuff, I'm starting to look at uh, low poly modeling and so, all these things. Uh, so I downloaded this app. But in order to get it, there's only it's only available on beta. You have to basically tweet out. They have to use your account to tweet out to say, I'm going to use this software so you can then get onto the beta stream. And I, I tweeted out, I'm going to use this software and I got onto the beta stream and sort of downloaded the app. And it seems interesting. I haven't got playing with it very much. But the website, the one thing I noticed was uh, I went to a YouTube video to watch it and the YouTube video was about two years old and all the comments, there was a lot of comments that were like, is anyone still here? Is it? And I was like, oh, is this an old app that is, it's, it's like a ghost app. The, these things still exist, but 
but the companies disappeared or abandoned where abandoned where yeah. Um, but one of the things that uh, was quite uh, dominant was. Uh, Lou, so if you're not familiar with Lou Poly Art, Lou Poly Art is the it's kind of the conversion. Sometimes what you'll do is you'll take a photograph and you'll convert it into very simple uh, triangular structures to give you nice color illustrations that that are quite attractive and look kind of computery, but without looking, yeah. you know, they they have a certain look to them. But on the website, they have um, as well as some poly simple poly models. They have an image of a very famous uh, actor, Kevin Spacey, as a, as one of their somebody main, has done a poly portrait of uh, yeah, Kevin and Spacey. it's. <laughs> like it's a it's a really dominant image on the entire front, thing, and front you're like, going, and on the, you're like the going, oh, of this their is, oh, I don't know, maybe they have abandoned this because I'm not sure if anyone was <laughs> looking at this now, would yeah. that still be a thing? So, well, speaking of cre- creepy images online, so, um, are you aware of the Momo challenge? Oh Momo shit, I know was. what this is now. You said a Momo and I'm going, Momo, no, Momo rings no bells. I know what it is now. Yeah. I know exactly. But t- for anyone who's forgotten. Well, a few weeks ago at this point, there was a bit of a flurry on the internet about uh, a an online scare, basically, that a lot of parents were getting worried about called Momo. Uh, so Momo in the, in this... Uh, Unrelated to Moomoo. Yes. Which is the KLF. They're going to rock you. So Momo... Um, was based off this image of from a uh, Japanese horror. Um, it was a model made for a Japanese horror um, exhibit. Oh, was it? All right, yeah. okay. I so thought, the, I thought the image. Was, I thought it was, was just a general Japanese weird thing. Well, no, it was, it was made for this horror exhibit, okay. and um, the the image ended up appearing on uh, Reddit and 4chan. Yeah. I think from the, 4chan, the whole image is of a bird. It's, it's a well, bird it's, woman. It's, a, it's of a woman with an incredibly distorted weird, yeah. and weird face, and she has the body of a chicken. Yeah, and but when you see the whole thing, it's more comical than I it think. Is when you horrific. see the whole thing, it's a lot less freaky. But the woman's face, face is very in freaky, particular yeah. is quite disturbing. I, I think the children, especially who respond to faces, it's uh, it's something that's quite upsetting to them. So this image found its way onto uh, 4chan, and I think from there they they christened it Momo. And I think from there, that's where things kind of went a bit weird. <laughs> they um, they they created a whole sort of a meme around Momo and a whole sort of a backstory that this creature would call you or are you are you familiar with Momo? Oh, you are or okay, communicate okay. with you via WhatsApp or other means, and was telling children to harm themselves, mm. and was telling children. That uh, you know, it was giving them a list of tasks to complete. Yeah, the, the stuff I read basically said this is going to inject itself into your WhatsApp conversations and yeah. inject your. It's going to inject itself into YouTube like somehow some bit of ar- ar- errant code is running around, yeah. pushing itself into these. So places. This stuff kind of like passed me by. About, I think maybe like August September last year, I saw it and I kind of dismissed it. And then about a month ago, mm-hmm. uh, all of a sudden it popped up again on Facebook. And it was a woman, it was actually somebody I know on Facebook shared an article about the Momo challenge yeah. and it was it was telling kids to self-harm themselves. And they said something along the lines of picking on fucking kids, animals, you know? Yeah. And I kind of thought to myself, that's that image I saw like a few months ago. So I, I, I ran into a bit more and I realized what it was very quickly was a... A viral image designed to make parents panic. Yeah, yeah. Designed to make people who didn't understand how the internet works panic about their kids. And this just set off a, a particular bugbear in me again. It's, it's the credulousness with which people believe stuff on Facebook. Mm. And I think Facebook has to die. 
<laughs> I, 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 I'm I, with you. I think it is it is flipped from being a useful way to communicate with I, friends and family to being an actual danger to society yeah. at this point. It is a misinformation machine. It is a it is a delivery mechanism for bullshit. Mm. And people who are unsophisticated in their use of of technology and unsophisticated in, in their in their way that they would filter online news accept everything at face value. It's not their fault, mm. but they are the problem. I, but to the point where we're like, I, you're I, talking about people unsophisticated with technology. The problem was the police tweeted it out. Uh, the, the, PS, and the, the PSNI. Schools apparently the, the police are people home. too. I mean, and they're just as, fall- they're just as susceptible yeah, to this yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah, there, you there's know. A, there is a, we are not, our brains are not very good. We, we are just very susceptible to shit. Um, and even like, I remember when I was sort of selling computers and stuff and you get doctors and things and very, very intelligent people wouldn't understand some of the simplest things because their brains just were not wired that way. And it's, I just don't think, I think, uh, a lot of those memes and a lot of those, uh, hoaxes and stuff make use of the fact that humans are just not very bright. I also think there are organizations that make use of that fact as well. And there, there are people, and we're not, I'm not going to mention his name, but there's people with 12 rules for life that, that they rely on our brains not being able to really fully kind of understand and cope and, and to kind of process out the information. Well, it, it's the lack of, I mean, the kid, people aren't taught critical thinking in schools. No. So they are told generally by, you know, we have we've evolved to to trust people yeah, that we know. Yeah. I mean that that's that, that's a simple that's a simple life. You know, mm. if if that's a, that's a simple life skill. If, if someone says to you, "Don't go that way," the mm-hmm. danger that way, yeah. you trust them because you, you know you, you have to trust somebody. So you yeah. trust people. You know, whenever you see people that you know online sharing information, there's then, as well as, uh, that adds uh, a veracity to it. Yeah. That, that, that if, if if it was shared to you by somebody you didn't know, then yeah. you, you might be suspicious about it. But whenever it's anti mod. You know, yeah. you tend to believe it a bit quicker. Yeah. There's also, I think, uh, like there's certain kinds of warnings we pay more attention to than others. I kind of stay away from that. Is is our brains kind of process that as that's a risk, and and uh, you know, I can avoid that risk. That's a better thing to do than you have to do this. When you have to do this, then you've got to assess it in a different way. If you if a, a thing went out saying everyone better go on the internet and type in their pin code into this address right now, otherwise their computer will explode. The fact that you have to do something changes that equation, and suddenly yeah. you're like, oh no, hang on a second, is this real? Is this? A, well, you know? I was reminded of chain letters whenever I was yeah, small. Yeah. Whenever you're, you know, you used to get a chain letter in the post, and the post said if you they still if you, come, they still come via WhatsApp. My my wife gets a lot of uh, letters like that from yeah, her aunt. Yeah, I've seen that. They, yeah. they get sent to me as well, and I, I'm not going to be. Look, this is a sweeping, broad generalization here. But Catholics send them way more to me than anybody else. And I, don't, <laughs> and I, 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 don't, I think that's possibly to do with inbred superstition. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's certain superstitious rituals and all that come with growing up Catholic mm-hmm. than do growing up Protestant, mm-hmm. where you're just told to pretend kind of everyone's a dickhead. Yeah, yeah. But definitely, I've received so many of these little WhatsApp messages saying, please pass this on to five people or something bad will happen to you, mm. which automatically gets a delete and a block. Yeah. From, from <laughs> but um, yeah, so I mean, it's important to point out that the Momo thing was all com- complete yeah, bullshit. It's all it bullshit, was all yeah. such a hoax. And if you fi- if you shared it, I mean, all you were doing was basically feeding into the wet dreams of these little ki- these little uh, teenage wankers on 4 yeah. who were just pissing themselves laughing yeah. at how panicked they got people. But it's completely understandable why people panic mm. because it was about their kids. Yeah. You know, and I, I have quite a few friends online who were telling me that they got letters home from school yeah. saying, you know, if if 
if were they, a, if were they Catholic schools? Were they Catholic schools? I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, just possibly. to f- fill in your bigotry a bit. Further. Yeah, just just wind that up a bit more. <laughs> but um, definitely, there's a there is a credulous strain whenever anything to do with threats of children. Mm. Everyone just errs on the side of. Well, I just had to be safe, you know. Yeah. And the number of people who told me whenever I pointed out it was bullshit that the they didn't feel bad about it because it was good to. It's better to be. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, better to be safe, safe than sorry. Safe yeah. than sorry. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, well, you're being completely and utterly blinded here because this isn't the stuff you need yeah. to worry about. Yeah, it's the, your it's your dad. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's your I mean, uncle. There, there's there's a fun meme going around at the minute, which is you know that kids need to watch what their adults but adults are doing online because. Yeah. They are the ones who are more susceptible to this stuff than children are. Now, I don't necessarily believe that, but the real dangers for kids out there are not um, things like Momo. They're things like, you know, misogynistic pornography. Yeah. There or, is there is a counterpoint, well, not a counterpoint, but there is a kind of, uh, a thing that happened was that there was a guy who did upload um, kid-friendly material and in the middle of it did inject a message from him saying, harm yourself. And yeah. that's fucking, like, Absolutely, I, you know that I I don't even have words to express how I feel about that, but that's yeah. I think I think the message that he said was remember kids uh, sideways for attention, yeah, long yeah, ways yeah. for results. And I, I yeah, so I wonder should we just pull all these tools away? YouTube, uh, um, uh, Facebook, and you know Twitter, all of these kind of v- rapid sharing tools that we have, and just and podcasting and get rid of them all and go fuck it. I'm not, I'm not sure what the result is, and let's I, have I, do, a I do think there has system. to be a lot more of an onus on those platforms to make sure that that just stuff like this just doesn't get through. Yeah. Now, what that involves that a lot might of the mean time, killing the platforms though, because well, there's, there's those, a, those platforms cannot upscale the sort of protection that they need to do. Yeah. They can't. It cannot be scaled up in any sensible way because. You know that that they they only survive by massive massive growth, yeah. and that doesn't happen when you have to vet every single thing that goes there on. Was there. A, there was an article on I think it was Verge. It was on the Verge, yeah, yeah about the the people who are Facebook's uh, morality oh, fuck moderators. Yeah, oh my god, that's oh like my god, it was one of the most depressing articles I've read. Now a friend of mine um, used to have that exact job in um, in Dublin working for mm-hmm. Google. Uh, basically vetting everything that came on yeah. um, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. If anything got marked as objectionable, then she would have seen it and had to watch yeah. it. Um, she said it was damaging to her soul yeah, because people would upload, um, you know, snuff films, people have been shot, people have yeah. been killed, child pornography, and she had to watch this stuff as part of her job. I had to vet it all and make yeah. sure it's... Uh, yeah. it, uh, you couldn't pay me enough. Yeah. I, I, could, I could not sit and there, watch There is, stuff. I mean, the thing... The thing I I like this about the Amish community is that uh, I think people go. Oh, well, they might be called Amish for some. Uh, yeah, I was. It's the idea that they stopped. They stopped all progress in the 19th century or something, and that's that's not what actually happens. What yeah. happens is they assess every new technology and decide: is this harmful to us as a society? So, or is it Bluetooth? Are we for or against? <laughs> <laughs> and well, they, I'm and they four, up, but we don't have anything and, they end, up, with. and they end up using some of the technology and rejecting some of the other technology. But like, it's, I mean, you kind of think to yourself, should we be doing this? I mean, we're racing so fast with all of these technologies. You've got to ask yourself, should we sit for 10 minutes and just think, is this good for us? Is this a good thing? But just I don't think you can, can really assess that until... Yeah, until we're all know. destroyed. Yeah, like face, Facebook used to be a... Uh, for getting in touch with specifically, you had to have a college yeah, yeah. email address to get onto it. Like, I don't think anybody foresees what these things turn into, but I, um, 
Imagine if you had to have like some sort of test before you got a Facebook account. Like you re- you had to sit and uh, read through maybe 20 questions and ascertain what was bullshit or what wasn't. You know, can you tell reality from fiction? Yeah. Um, I mean, as an example, earlier on today, while I was at my mother's house, she got a message from some Facebook group or whatever she belonged to. And the, the gist of it was, yes, there's a big story on the news today about uh, about the New Zealand shootings in the, the Muslim temple, but there was a... Um, there was a bomb in a Christian church in the Philippines. And Why you, isn't that on the news? Yeah, you're not hearing right? about that. And I very quickly said, hold on a second. When when does it say that that happened? It said it happened recently, right? I said, well, two seconds. I Googled it, looked it up. There was a bombing in a in a Philippines church at the end of January, right? Yeah. And uh, it was on the news. Yeah. Of course it was on the news. Yeah. But the reasons why these I'll things t- don't I'll get tell highlighted you, is, tell you. isn't because it was Christian, it's because it didn't happen in a westernised country. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the, the main reason the, the New Zealand one's highlighted here is because of the colour of the people's skin in New Zealand is yes. predominantly white. That's what's going on there. Yeah, they speak um, English, yeah. we know where New Zealand is, right? Yeah, yeah. My mum couldn't point to the Philippines on a map, yeah. right? I mean, you know, it's the same as whenever, whenever one person from England gets killed in a in a tsunami that kills five thousand people. You know, yeah, that's the news we're going to hear is about that one person. Yeah, of course. I mean, that that's how news works. Yeah. The news everywhere works by how does this story relate to the people who are listening to yeah. this story? Yeah. Uh, but there is a thread of people on Facebook who will try to use us versus them as a way to generate hate. Are you saying there's a type of person that uses what a boutry to? negate a, per, a, an actual experience because that doesn't sound like something that would happen in Northern Ireland. Well, there you mm. go. That brings us full circle. Yeah. Anyway, well, <laughs> well, I, I, let's lift the mood a bit, will we? Can we? <laughs> is it possible? Is there? I, is it? I might be. Uh, yeah, no, I just wanted to finish, uh, finish oh. off. I, there was a no, uh, Casey, Casey Neistat, um, who's probably one of the biggest YouTubers, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, posted a video in the last couple of days that said he basically, he thinks he's done with social media, yeah. Twitter and Instagram. I have made my millions. I am sufficiently <laughs> done with it now. I, but I, I I, might be with them. I've never had Facebook ever. Yeah. And I'm very grateful. Mm. Yeah. Thankful that I never have. But I just find that Twitter and Instagram is just mindless scrolling through yeah, utter I, I bullshit. Yeah, I think the worst invention ever was I, the infinite scroll where you I would never love to end. leave Facebook, but I kind of feel like it's my job now to tell people well, that's that the I other know thing. and love what you're listening to or what you're reading right now is bullshit and yeah, no yeah. one else is going to tell them that. Unless- if I, yeah, if I, if I leave, is that what the people who are spreading this disinformation want? Voices of reason just getting so frustrated. I'm with not the always reasonable. That, <laughs> <laughs> just leaving, the, just up th- and leaving th- the platform. I don't, I don't think it makes. I don't think it makes much difference. I don't think the platform wants you to stay. The well, on a one-to-one basis, to there, whenever, I, whenever I explained to my mom what what was happening there, she kind of went, "Huh, okay." Like that hadn't occurred to her yeah. that that but people number, would be the, sharing the information thousands, for her that thousands, was not to her benefit. You know, thousands and thousands of people that are still sharing that and that don't have you sitting there personally yes, going, but everyone mm, needs to kind of, there needs to be a swell of, well, now Facebook themselves have kind of said that they're moving away from the wall as, as their primary product. I don't believe them. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg has now said he wants to lean towards a more privacy focused product and push the wall into the background, but the wall is how they make money. Yeah. Uh, and, engagement is what drives the wall and engagement is driven by conflict yeah you know people seeing things that they either they're either passionately against or passionately for and sharing that the only thing i can think of that it gives me some solace in all of this is how well how well myspace vanished 
and how you know none of the we assume all these things are rock solid and you know locked in stone forever. MySpace disappeared. Yeah, you know? but my I worry mean, would be it'd be replaced with something even worse. Yeah, well, people, anything with people. I mean, you know, there is a uh, a worrying trend. To, I mean, like in in China, they have the social currency type yeah, thing. Yeah, and that uh, Black Mirror episode from a couple of years ago. Uh, nosedive yeah where people actually had social currency and they could see each other i mean that that seemed that seemed to be like five ten years in the future and it yeah. seems worryingly closer now yeah well it, it is it is i mean it's a more it's probably be more subtle than that here but yeah i do think that's what we'll end up with i don't know i don't know part of me just hopes one day there's a great um oh what do you call it um there's a few years ago marco martin and i can't remember the writer put out a comic and one of the one of the, on it was on it was one of the first comics you could just you could pay what you oh, wanted it was, to read it. Uh, it, it was it was, uh, was it it wasn't Brian K Vaughan yeah it was Brian yeah, K Vaughan Brian K. yeah um and it was a it was a sci fi comic about the idea of of the fall of the internet and suddenly everyone stopped using it for whatever reason because all data went out and everyone had to walk around with masks on so they wouldn't be recognised and and I, it's like. At the time I was reading it thinking, well, this doesn't really make any sort of sense. You know, you can't have a fall of information like that. It doesn't, but now it's like, no, I could see, I could see how the world could go this way. I could see how that could happen. I, you know, at some point it'll not be so much that information falls out of the end, but it's, it's all out there and you'll want to be private and you'll want to have time on your own. And the only way to do that will be to wear a mask as you walk. So you're saying you're unlikely to go to the shop to buy your I want to see porn card? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, that's a new thing, isn't it? I forgot that that. was happening. That's a curious, weird thing that no one's been talking about, is it? I, for one, am dreading having to explain this to customers. They say, you know, some websites aren't working. And I'm like, what websites? (laughs) Just some. (laughs) You don't want to. Well, that's the thing. I mean. Like there will be some websites that stop working because they're very clearly pornographic. There will be some websites that stop working because they're not pornographic, but they're, you know, they're they're open to the uh, LBGT community in a way that other websites aren't, and yeah. and they will fall into the filter of that, and and then suddenly you'll be, you know, you will be asked to go and prove that you're allowed to go access that website when you're 17 years old and your parents are watching everything you do and they're deeply religious and you're not. I mean, that's fucked up. That. And then your yeah. and then your name goes in the database. Yeah, well, yeah. Then well, your then your name your, your, yeah, your name yeah, is on, your the, data, on, on the on list. Some sort of list. Your your name is on a list with very nice, normal, respectable people who just want to watch pornography in a safe environment. But your name is also on a list with disgusting perverts who want to watch the type of pornography that's you know I'm feeling attacked now. I mean, <laughs> I, I I absolutely appreciate the motives, or at least the stated motives, which are to stop children being able to view. Yeah. Um, awful stuff online that they shouldn't be seeing until they're of the age of being able to enjoy it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, which is what we're all saying. It's like, you can't you can't enjoy that until you're 18 and then yeah. you fill your boots. Believe me, I was enjoying that at 15, if I could find something in, in a head somewhere, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, fuck. When is that supposed to happen? Is first, it? Of April, first of April. I mean, yeah, amusingly, the first of April. April Fool's Day, you can't have a wank. <laughs> Well, you a, can, but you just have to go be to the shop dry first. old <laughs> season. And as I understand it, I think I read a thing that said anyone could buy one and and you just buy one and that's it. You can give it to someone else. You don't I need to. I completely anticipate a black market of these in schools. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. i got to prime my son so he can make some cash before he heads into university. <laughs> Here's how Daddy, it works, what so. are these cards? Don't ask, just charge £15 look, yeah, for them. If anyone asks you for one, just tell them you've got them, but don't, don't look at them. Don't, uh, you know. <laughs> What do they call? Are they called adult IDs uh, or something? Portis cards, I think. 
Portis cards? Yeah. Oh, okay. They'll be called Pornus cards, though. You know, porno you know? cards. Porno cards. That's that's the name they'll have. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a, a bit, fucking bit, how, the, fu- how yeah. the hell that uh, managed to pass in in legislation. I don't know. Well, I think what's happened is that the legislation is just that nobody over under the age of eighteen should be allowed to view pornography, and there's a few different um, ways to fix ways that. to fix that. There's cards you buy in shop. I think um mind geek who's the biggest pornography empire in the world yeah. they own porn hub and you porn and red tube and basically they went around buying all these sorry what was up. the last one uh red tube okay okay just red, yeah. red tube.com <laughs> they sponsored there'd this be, episode there'll be links to these and no there won't be any links to these for the show notes <laughs> so yeah so they they have a a system called EJID yeah. that they're rolling out I don't think you need to go into a shop for that one, but I think you do need to give them your credit card details. Or yeah, fuck that. No. It's like a hard no. I don't I mean, want, it's a, it'll be a hard uh, no for a long time. It'll be a, it'll be a soft no. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not an erotic moment where you're typing your, your real name and address into a porn site. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is, I need to, I need to get rid of the, I need to get rid of the dirty water quickly. And this is taking far too long to key in all these numbers. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a different mindset that you approach these things with. And it's like, you know, we're like, Oh, I really just need to push the push the bad things away. Oh God, what's my password? <laughs> but it's funny. It's funny that I my immediate reaction was, "Ugh, I really don't want to have to go down to the news agents to buy a porn card." But you know, I probably I probably will at some stage. That's fine. But it's a, I, but I can do Is it. Is there a no- family rate? I can do it. <laughs> But I can do it anonymously from my home with by putting my credit card information in it instead of immediate pass. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Do that, do um, yeah, I mean, and uh, like, and so, so they're yeah. So essentially, they're going to know everything you're looking at, whatever it is. They're going to have your credit card details, presumably. Uh, I just, it just seems like a freaking. It, it or seems like the a, alternative is VPN. VPN, yeah, but but I don't know. I mean, there are so many. Re, uh, the the problem is someone will come to this and I know like my wife will go that's a porn card you you know you're not looking at porn and I'm going yeah but there are like there are art websites and drawn websites and things like that with he naked said, bodies his <laughs> <laughs> that you might want to look these at these are my important art magazines <laughs> darling <laughs> can't you appreciate the, the art of the erotic here's world the th- here's the thing that I, I really it really annoys me is, is there is there is a kind of there's a nudge, nudge, wink, wink to it all that's going on as well. It's like, there's no valid reason to have one of these. Is there, Charlie? I know what you're up to. Eh? Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. And it's like, well, maybe it's because I want to access stuff that you shouldn't be allowed to fucking know about, you bastard. You shouldn't know what I'm doing. This is private. It's entirely, it's just, I don't know. I just think it's a bad call all around. And also, what do you do when your son's 18? Happy birthday, son. Look what I got you. <laughs> I say, Here you go. Here's the keys of the car. And here's, here's the other driving seat that you want to get into. Uh, here's your keys to the car and Pornhub. There you go, off your trot, <laughs> on your own ski. Um, I don't know. I, I you know, it's 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 fucked up. It's fucked up. I'm amazed that it's got as far as it has. I'm amazed someone hasn't gone. Let's yeah. You let's- can only push this through in a Brexit um, worrying society where that's the big thing. Yeah, and legislation like this just gets passed under the wire when yeah. there's absolutely no one paying attention to it. Oh, so depressing. The whole thing's so depressing. Anyway, do we have a time for a pick of the week? Or are we kind of... Well, we have time if you have a pick. I don't have a pick. <laughs> <laughs> porn, porn cards from... <laughs> no, no. 
<laughs> well then it's time to mention the Patreon again yeah. which I'm sure you're all getting really excited to hear about but you know it's, it's going to become a regular feature so yeah, just Patreon, suck it up Patreon listener if you've already Patreoned there will be a non-Patreon please buy Patreon version no there won't be There won't be. we're not going to do a separate one well, everyone gets I mean, the same if, shit if, there's if, no if, two if, way if every it. one of you would just pony up and Patreon then we wouldn't have to do this yeah Oh, any of it? We wouldn't have to go to work. We wouldn't have to do the show. <laughs> we wouldn't have to do the show. We'd take the money and run. Uh, I mean, as far as Patreon exclusives go, I, I am planning to record uh, with the guys here a uh, audio commentary. for Planning the, for the, to. Well, an audio commentary for the movie Spider-Man and the okay. Spider-Verse, which will be available exclusively on Patreon. Yeah. Um, so if you want to hear that, that's a good reason to pony up. But anyway, it's at patreon.com forward slash Sunnyside Podcast. You're going to say something, Scott? Yes, I was going to say something. Uh, James Bonding, which is a podcast I enjoy, they did a commentary for on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Okay. And they did it by... They synced everything up so everybody could press play, but they just watched it on mute with the, with the closed caption subtitles oh, no, on. That, that doesn't That's work. That's a terrible idea. Yes, yeah, because they don't have the cool technology that we I have. Know, but they're Thanks part of to a, Patreon. They're part of a podcast empire. Yeah. And, I think some people are just technologically inept yeah 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 that's why also if you are interested in creating your own podcast and you have a bit of money not too much because it'll not be too expensive Sunnyside Productions are capable of hosting and helping you build that with the Ronster and his Roadmaster <laughs> kit I mean yeah it helps if you're within driving distance of my house <laughs> <laughs> just, just as an aside yeah. but it's the thing we'd like to do the thing we'd like to do anyway that's our show thank you very much for listening Come see you all next, next time when it'll be close to the year end of our first year of podcasting and if you've any thoughts or things you'd like to, us to read out because we've discussed maybe getting a clip show together but apparently no that's not a thing that Scott wants to do uh, then you know send us some emails send us some messages send us some stuff we can say and thanks to everyone who's already patronised us I pressed the button. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> That's uh, amazing. I didn't even realize it. And it was running. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's nearly a professional outfit. This is yeah. It? I mean, I mean, I should maybe stop plugging the idea of us doing your podcast until we really figure out how to do our own. It's okay, no, we'll, we'll work around this. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this will all get cut. Well, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I've been Ron. I've been PJ. I'm Scott. Bye. Die.